truly an honor for me to be here this morning. Um, Dr. Before I came with Dr. Gardner, <laughs> said something about that air conditioner over there, both, both sitting there. I told him, I'm already hot. <laughs> I need to sit over there. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> well, good morning again, Dr. Gardner. Uh, faculty, staff, students, and anyone else who may be visiting here this morning. It's certainly it's an honor and a pleasure for me to be here. Uh, I said to my wife, here, I'm going up to Acadia University to speak to the students. Wow. <laughs> but I certainly thank you, Chris, you know, for your kind of, um, invitation. Thank you for our conversations on the telephone. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. You know, obviously this year I was a, I had the honor of being installed as the president of the Canadian Baptist of Atlantic Canada at their session in Cranbrook University. And being in this position is truly it's a it's a humbling experience for me. And I certainly give God all the glory and all the praise because as I said at convention, when I look back over my life I wonder sometimes how I made it over. But it's truly by the grace of God that I was able to stand there and I was able to accept that position. And I'm here this morning uh, to do another task for the Lord. And I've no problem in doing it because it's God's grace and mercy that gives me the strength for my journey. So as I stand here this morning, I certainly greet you all in the room. I bring greetings to you from the executive minister, who happens to be Dr. Peter Reed, and of course the council and all those churches over 450 churches and about 20 associations that make up uh, uh, the convention of uh, the Canadian Baptist of Atlantic Canada. Students, I certainly wish you well in all your studies and I pray God's blessings upon each and every one of you. Thank you, Dr. Gardner, for your kind words of introduction this morning. Um, the, my wife is here, she was already acknowledged, and I thanked her for coming along with me this morning. Some other people said, I wanted to come, but you didn't tell me. I didn't want them to come. <laughs> <laughs> so let, um, let us just have a word of prayer, please. Father God in heaven, I thank you for traveling mercies over the highways this morning. Thank you, God, for bringing me to this place of worship, God. I have a chance to... Speak a name for you, Lord, to say one more thing, and I thank you, God. Thank you for all who have gathered here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. My message is, this morning is, uh, how strong is your faith? But it's based on uh, Hebrews 11, verses 1 to 10. And in that scripture it says, how uh, now faith is, is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancestors, this is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith Abel offered God a, a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith he still speaks even though he is dead. By faith Enoch was taken away from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended <clears throat> as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to, to please God because anyone 
who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to a city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. The message this morning is how strong is your faith? The scripture lesson is Hebrews 11, verses 1 to 10, which was read to your hearing. And in this lesson, the key verse would be verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists, and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. The question arises, what is faith? Well, according to the scriptures, uh, Hebrews 11, verse 1, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. According to the dictionary, faith is dependence. It's a trust. It's a promise. It's a confidence or an assurance. Be believed without proof. According to a book I read by Pastor Robert Schuller, he states that faith is, is a wanting more out of life. Faith is a choice, not an argument. It's a decision not a debate. It's a commitment, not a controversy. Faith fulfills some need in your life. Hebrews 11 describes the faith-inspired uh, steps of a shepherd by the name of Abel, a prophet, Enoch, a shipbuilder, Noah, an itinerant rancher by the name of Abraham, and an aristocrat-turned-deliverer, Moses. There was, these were ordinary people, who knew an extraordinary God and built their lives on his unshakable promises. And the result was that their forward-looking faith gained God's approval. This lesson clearly pointed out how individuals or those heroes of the faith in the Bible were amazed at what God could do if they themselves had a strong desire, a desire to serve him, a strong belief to follow and obey God. These Bible saints of old, despite what they were put through or their circumstances in life, loved and trusted God. They had a faith that couldn't be rocked. So how strong is your faith? I truly believe that because of their faith, they had a relationship with God. Their bond was one that couldn't be severed. They had a confidence in themselves and a certainty that God was their protector and their provider. Therefore, providing for their every need. He was the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the bright and morning star. You see, when you have faith in yourself and faith in God, doors open. Miracles happen. The unexpected happens. And we know that God doesn't come in a hurry, but He's always on time. Amen. Students and staff, I encourage you to never lose your faith in God. Stand on His promises. 
As Christians, regardless of our status in life, we need to look at our relationship with God. How is it? Are we still trusting God for the next breath we take? Are we continuously growing more knowledgeable of His Word? Students, I know that is why you are here. You want to be disciples of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You want to know more about the man from Galilee. You want to depend on him. So continue to trust him with your daily concerns and your problems. Don't let your faith waver. Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Having a strong faith allows you to defeat the enemy. It also allows you to be the victors and not the victims. The hymn writer tells us to hold on to God's unchanging hand and to build your hope on things eternal. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Also, please keep in mind that God's Spirit is omnipresent. He is everywhere. And if you truly have faith, you will not be hindered by the unkind things people may say to you or do to you sometimes. Just keep your eyes on the prize, and that prize is Jesus Christ. Some of us have so many trials and tribulations in our personal lives that we can't even see the tree in the forest. We know that these trials and tribulations, they could be many things in our lives. could be financial. Maybe we need some money for our rent, our mortgage. Maybe we need some food on our tables. we got bills that we have to pay. Or perhaps we have a serious illness and we don't want to tell anybody. Or perhaps our family is in trouble and they have serious illnesses. Sometimes... You may find yourself in the shadow of doubt. You will have papers to complete, deadlines to meet. You will even question your calling. So I caution you to be still and to know that God is present in your midst. Don't let Satan allow you to become discouraged in your walk with God. God is waiting to bless you with an outstretched hand. So let God bless you. Continue to praise Him. Because we say in our churches, when the praises go up, the blessings, blessings come down. So don't block the blessings. See, to me, blessings come in many ways. Through a kind word, through a compliment, through a greeting, an act of, um, of kindness, perhaps a card in the mail, or perhaps just a little prayer that someone wants to say with you. <laughs> Keep in mind that if God brought you to a strange situation in your life, that is totally confusing to you, He will bring you through it. So how strong is your faith? I heard Reverend Jesse Jackson say, keep hope alive. Sometimes when you're in the valley, you get bogged down in your studies. You need to hum yourself a hymn or sing a song of praise. And whatever that song of praise is, let that be your song of faith and hope. Feel God's presence around you. Put a smile back on your face. Say, I will bless the Lord at all times, for He is good, and His mercies endureth forever. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Those of you under the sound of my voice today, never give up on your God. Try not to become frustrated and defeated because your needs, your wants, your expectations are not immediately met. Just trust God and He'll pour you out a blessing 
that you will not understand because it will be it will be beyond your own imagination. See, when you have strong faith in God, it is, it is often the expression of that deep desire. And God promises to bless the person who has a strong desire to serve Him because in God's eyes, desire and faith are one and the same. Uh, Psalm 4, 30, uh, 37, uh, verse 4 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. In Genesis 6, when you read the story of Noah, when, who God called a righteous man, Noah was instructed to build an ark that was extremely large enough for his family and every animal of the day. God told Noah that he was going to flood the earth because of the evilness and the wickedness of the day. God was not pleased with the way men and women were living. They were hidden in the wrong direction. Apart from their riotous living, there was too much crime in their cities. They lost their faith and their belief in God. And although Noah lived among evil people, he tried to do what pleased God by conducting his affairs and, and accepting God's uh, will. Also like Noah, we live in cities and towns and communities filled with unpleasantness, distress, uh, distrust, honest, dishonesty, People, sometimes they don't go to church. You get the picture. So how strong is your faith? Are we being influenced on are we being an influence on others or are we being influenced? How strong is your faith? And as you read the story of Noah, or as you read the story of Noah, you will see that because of his obedience and because of his faith, God protected him and saved him from the flood. We who are Christians, or profess to be Christians, need to pray and ask God to take us back to the place where we first received Him. When we first got baptized, we were happy in the Lord. We had joy, and we looked forward to going down to the waters of, the bapti waters of baptism. Some of us sang the song, Take me to the water, I want to be baptized. And we were baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on profession of our faith in Christ Jesus. On profession of our faith. So what happened? How strong is your faith? As we become stronger Christians, we are to read and to study God's Word if we want to become more knowledgeable about Him. We need to continuously pray all the time, in season and out of season. And we need to believe that God is listening. And we need to grow in grace and have our faith needs to increase. As you prepare students uh, for the ministry here at ADC, develop a backbone and not a wishbone. Get to know Jesus, the man who healed the sick who caused the blind to see, the lame to walk. Stand firm on the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are here for such a time as this. And God wants excellence, excellence in all that we do. So don't fail yourself. And most of all, don't fail God. God always wants the best. And you as individuals should always want the best for yourselves, your families, your church, and your community. And in fact, ADC as well, because this is where you are. <laughs>
Press on, trusting on in an invisible God. Continue to demonstrate your commitment, your determination, and your perseverance. Remember, Satan comes in many forms. So when Satan begins to tease you and taunt you, and he'll use any device against you, say to yourself, how strong is my faith? Can you stand boldly and be encouraged and say, on Christ the solid rock, I stand. All the ground is sinking sand. As Christian believers, according to Romans 8, verse 26, you are, or we are, not left to our own resources to cope with problems. Even when we don't have words to pray, the Holy Spirit prays with and for you, and God answers. So trust God to always be there for you. God can do anything but fail. When family disputes happen, how strong is your faith? Do you exercise patience or do you cave in? When, when you fail a course, how strong is your faith? Do you give up and say, this is not for me? Or do you say, Lord, open my eyes and my mind that I may see glimpses of truth you have for me? God needs to know that you are depending on Him and not on yourself. When you lose a job, how strong is your faith? Do you curse your employer or do you say, I will use my other skills and welcome a new challenge in my life? When a loved one is taken, how strong is your faith? Read, read Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 to 2. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. But the good news is found in Matthew 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. See, God never leaves you comfortless. Continue to call upon the one that you serve and act accordingly. When people say cruel things about you, how strong is your faith? Do you get even with them or do you pray for them? The old folks used to say, just leave them in the hands of God and he'll take care of them for you because God doesn't suffer the righteous to be moved. When, when church issues arise, how strong is your faith? Because students, you will be in a church one time, well, eventually. And we all know that at our church meetings, they can be a little hectic at times. <laughs> Many disagreements can occur. Tempers may even flare. Sometimes you may have to stand by yourself and be like Jesus and say, my house is a house of prayer. Students, remember, you are now in God's army. You're preparing yourself for battle. He doesn't want and he doesn't need any coward soldiers in his band. He wants strong, loyal, committed, dedicated, and faithful servants to raise the bloodstained banner. Your strength, and I heard Reverend Tracy Gross say that this last night at a meeting, your strength is in your faithfulness to God. God wants us to trust him when the storms of life are beating at our doors. He doesn't want us to give up on him. He went all the way to Calvary for us. He suffered, he bled, and he died for our sins. But we do know that on the third day, he arose victorious from the grave. Psalm 55, verse 22 says, and I'm almost through, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. <coughs> Too many of us are mentally burdened down with personal issues and problems. But keep in mind that the human mind can only stand so much weight. One mental burden piled upon another is not good. We need relief, and we do not need grow We need, We need to have a little talk. <laughs> 
with Jesus and tell him about our troubles. We need to let go and let God have his work his way. Remember, God's got the power. Your key verse this morning would be verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. True faith helps us see beyond the grave. And according to the scriptures, Abraham did as he was told because he was confidently waiting for God to bring him to that strong, heavenly city whose designer and builder is God. Amen. Amen.